It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Saturday Friends Club, your Saturday podcast where we talk about old stuff that you used to enjoy. I am Josh. Uh, we are here for another wonderful day of discussing uh, topics and fun things. Uh, let's see. We've got Eric over here. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, we've got Martin. Yeah. Sabrina. <laughs> was I supposed uh, to do a it? sound effect? <laughs> are we ghosts? I know. Was Whoa. that like vomit ghost? I don't know. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, God. Uh, oh, joining, <laughs> joining us again is Mags. Hello. And we got Dusty as well. Hey! Same crew as can last I, can time. I, can I redo mine? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Let's do it. I'm Josh. This is Eric. <laughs> All right, this is Martin. This is Sabrina. <laughs> this is Mags. <laughs> this is Dusty. Hey! All right, let's try it one more time. This is Josh. This is Eric. Hey, this is Martin. <laughs> this is Martin. <laughs> 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 We're working on I'm it. I'm so sorry if this is your first show. Hang the meter. Although I would question your judgment if you look at all the stuff we've done and like, you know what? I see this week's episode. Just go right in here. Right <laughs> in. <laughs> I'm going to go on to this bar. I'm just going right. Hang on, baby. It's going to get rough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dusty, do you want to say the, the name of this show? I know that we're well, in well, well, we will. We will. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, 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 I didn't mean to jump the gun I know. Come on. We, we, got, we got the beginning topic, which is going to be us talking about fantasy. No, wait. I thought we had a letter. Oh, we do have a letter. Oh, shoot. We have viewer mail. All right. So now you need to deflect for just a moment while I pull up my star oh, I mean, we need time yeah, to hold, hold wait can we foreplay for now okay, okay I got it wait wait Never wait, wait, wait. can we, but can we sing that song about right. having a letter okay, we, we can it. we sing I, that song about I, I got it now okay it's fine alright so uh, we do have an email across uh, over to us also you can uh, email over to podcast at satfriendsclub.com or if you go over to satfriendsclub.com you can always go ahead and send an email there uh, I receive a large amount of spam all of that form <laughs> It's constant. Like, every day, it's like four pieces of just like, blah, 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 blah. But we once should in a read while, some of the better ones on the show. One time at work, we got one about a, a China dinosaur factory. <laughs> and so that's one of our earning goals, is that if we meet it, we get a, uh, a Chinese robotic dinosaur. Nice. I mean, we're, are we... Are we What's a the... robotic Chinese dinosaur? Can we kickstart that? It's made from that? a China. Uh, it's factory in China, and they make robotic dinosaurs. Is this we've how they're going to gotten, kill us? We've, no, oh. we've yes. actually gotten some of those in the warehouse I work at. Are they are they oh. as cool as I want them to be? I don't know because they're in crates, so I've never gotten. To God see it. damn it, Sabrina! Yeah. Where are your priorities? But it said <laughs> robot dinosaur. Well, I mean, I guess if you're not unleashing Skynet, that's a good 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 priority to have I, but like me i would be this would be the movie that i would star in and i would open one of those crates and i'd make a a friend with this robot dinosaur and then like the government would come in and be like he's gonna destroy the world and i'd be like but he's my friend i i like the idea and that you're gonna also, call him johnny five <laughs> I, I also like and, and then there's a white guy dressed as an indian it's real weird yeah. <laughs> fisher stevens that um, I actually like Steven Seagal does not pay, appear in this film. I also like the idea that there's just like it's just a completely blank like wooden crate and it's just stenciled like robot dinosaur. China <laughs> robot dinosaur. I wonder factory. what's inside here. No. Contents badass. So anyway, that email. Yes, that email, uh, which we should get it to. Uh, this was sent to us by Ian Porter, aka Item Crafting, who is our Patreon supporter over at Patreon.com/slash yes. Sat Friends Club. I love Woo! you. 
Uh, so let's go ahead and get into this. Hello to all of you in the clubhouse. Ian here, a.k.a. Item Crafting. First off, wanted to message you to say how much I'm loving the show. It's a fun slide across all the different parts of, n- of nostalgic media that have shaped people and culture as they have today. I'm proud to be the first card-carrying member of the wider SFC community. <laughs> well, we have cards? I know. I don't even uh, have one of those. What? Well, I mean, Josh um, is holding that up. Actually, I do have a bunch of business cards. Oh, so wait, if you I want some, one. yeah, so one. you know, pass bro, those around. Bro, hook me they, the fuck they up, look, man. They look really good. That's how he yeah. tempted me on yeah, the show. Yeah, they're, they're pretty awesome. Like, I, I, could, I, could, I could pass them out in the symposium. Yeah, we could do all, that. Tell I'll, tell I'll, I'll give you some. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Uh, all right, <laughs> so thirsty. Continuing on, and although the extreme RSS feed from Patreon is currently blank, sorry, I look forward to the silliness rants and silly rants that are heated down headed down the pipe. Uh, the bigger thing I wanted to bring up to you is a follow-up to episode 10, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Mainly the two music CDs from the show. The first one is what you'd expect, a relatively tame album with lots of rockapella, consisting of mostly songs about nations, cities, and travel. It's a nice listen, but it's oddly melancholy in overall tone. YouTube link included in this email. Um, to let's Sir, not appearing in this film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, the weird album is the follow-up. Carmen San Diego, colon, out of this world. Diego spelled like San Diego. Um, the actual city. Uh, the only video I can find in the whole album, he lists the YouTube there. The album is a strange compilation of songs, mostly by the cast of the show. Lots of Greg Lee singing. Highlights include... A track three by TLC that is just a long string of pickup lines... A bizarre. It's not a song naming waterfalls. I'm disappointed. (laughs) A bizarre Greg Lee polka that comes with its own stilted disclaimer track beforehand. What? (laughs) After the "They Might Be Giants" song, (gasps) "Why Does the Sun Shine?" is what I can only describe as Greg Lee does a jazzy take on the metamorphosis, like Ovid. I guess. Or Kafka's. A delightful ode to Chicago by the chief herself. Ooh. (laughs) I want to hear that. And closing is an oddly serious but awesome done song actually taking uh, actually talking about trying to catch Carmen San Diego the only song in the album related to the show wow um, uh, listeners or item crafting if you're hearing this uh, I will pay a bounty if you can find the like cassette tapes original I'm sure of this uh, he, uh, he listed a YouTube of it right, so there's a, only a YouTube video. I, like I need to hear this second yeah. one now Wait, we can we can check we that out after real live warm yeah. if, sound if you, you can only find on cassettes yeah if you yeah. find me a cassette and a Walkman, like you'll get something special. Believe me. Yeah. Uh, overall, <laughs> uh, it will be it will be a dubbed tape back to you, or it will be a flintlock rifle. Yeah. Uh, overall, worth a listen or wonder of why this is was printed in relation to a kids' game show. The album was a favorite of mine as a kid, and I thought it might make a fun discussion point in a future podcast as a follow up to the previous episode. Once again, I love the show. Super excited for fu- to hear future episodes and support this wild ride. Sincerely, Ian Porter, comma item crafting. Yay! All right. Yay, first letter. He crafted an email and sent it to us. It did, and it was about Carmen Sandiego, which we know is the best childhood game show. I mean, I mean, it was okay. Get the go, fuck. get <laughs> bent. Eat worms, get, my friend. You get out eat of worms. here, Mister. 
the worms crawl in, the worms I mean, crawl out. I mean, we could have a discussion if it's where in the world is Carmen Sandiego, Guts, or Nick Arcade. I mean, I'm open to that. What about mm. Double Dare? Um, mm. Double Dare was just so messy. Legend of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, they could never figure out how to yeah. put the goddamn That's thing. That's not the show's fault. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, well, Josh, you can kindly eat me. So, <laughs> well, I mean, at that point, like, there's a reason they had to start wearing helmets. Clearly, the fall through the other part <laughs> of the temple yeah. made that way. That was I, the real challenge of getting I, to the Silver Monkey not having a concussion. I, I would pay a lot. I would pay a non-zero amount of money. I, w- I want to see an outtake in which one of the kids like in a panic just kicks one of those guards in the crotch <laughs> just like bam like, oh yeah you know like, what one surprise haymaker and the guy's like what what yeah <laughs> just one overly buff kid just takes <laughs> one of them out well i mean the element of surprise has to be there because they're gonna be like i've done this 18 times today just block you weigh like 90 pounds well, they're wearing those helmets i could see some peewee football player just tackling <laughs> but like a tackle of that artless, like, right groin level. Like some kid who's just, like, way too try hard. He's like, I'm gonna go help! You know, and get, just... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, too hard. No, no, you gotta give him a emblem. Fuck off! Motherfucker, I give... Anybody? Winners anybody? don't quit! I like Winners the, don't quit! over the teams and the kids just get <laughs> like he's got his little Walkman yeah, like yeah. I had a tiger going on He's got like a, a sweatshirt on Just like jogging in place <laughs> Nice uh, Alright so we'll do, um, that. we'll do that show Yeah we, we So we did uh, Last episode we talked about Future stuff Yes. We talked about the the future And everything going on uh, We'll have a quick little discussion here About um, The past the, the past future. The past future. The Our past old future. Futures. Talk the about past in, Retro future. Futures in, of the past. In a dark, a dark uh, time known as 1994, shit has gone terribly wrong. Yes. <laughs> the year, Sorry, 1994. From out of space comes a runaway planet, hurtling between the Earth and the moon, unleashing cosmic destruction. Man's civilization is cast in ruin. Two thousand years later, Earth is reborn. A strange new world rises from the old. A world of savagery, super science, and sorcery. But one man bursts his bonds to fight for justice. With his companions, Ukla Mak and Princess Ariel, he pits his strength, his courage, and his fabulous sun sword against the forces of evil. He is... Thunder the Barbarian. Denver the last dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to pay do we have to pay any royalties on that? I don't know. How much I? did Dusty just cost us? Uh like eighty six bucks. Yeah, he's gonna bring <laughs> big Ruby Spear down on us. <laughs> yeah, Ruby Spear. If it was still in business. Yep. Yeah. All right, so well, yeah. Hey, Barbera, the red holders now, and we know that they are not nice people. Yeah. Well, uh we, we reached out to Dusty. I was like, Dusty, you should be on the show. Yes. Dusty, what should we cover for your episode? Thundar the Barbarian. What the hell is that? Well, Thundar the Barbarian, my friends, was a sword and sorcery fantasy sci-fi show which came out in about nineteen eighty. Um I was the strapping young lad of twelve years old. When this came on TV, it was actually made by uh, Ruby Spears, which were two guys that split off of Hanna Barbera and started their own studio. And this was their first project, which was Thunder the Barbarian. Um, they actually got uh, comic book guys, Alex Toth and and very good artists of that era, to do all of their model sheets. So that's why it came off as so much looking like a comic book. Um, and they got comic book writers, Mark Evanier, um, who actually writes Grew the Wanderer, was working on this show. 
Um, so you had comic book plot, you had comic book artists, and it came off as like a live action comic book. Um, yes, the voice acting was a little stilted. Yes, some of the, the lines were kind of cheesy. But for the era, this was actually predated Conan the Barbarian by a couple of years, which didn't come out until 1983. I, I, I wanted to point out also, it predates He-Man and Masters of yes, the Universe. Yes, it does. And, and which blew my mind, because I watched this, I'm like, wow, I am shocked at how much this is not, like, this is totally He-Man. But, like, I read it, like, oh no, I have been I have been proven wrong. And yes. considering the fact that most of this room weren't even embryos at the oh, time no, 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 this no. movie As came. As a matter of fact, that's, that's, that's what you get when you actually invite married. old guys on your show. No, they might have just been married by that point. <laughs> yep. All right, so let's go ahead and start off our discussion. This is Thundar the Barbarian. Thundar the Barbarian is set in a future post-apocalyptic wasteland divided into kingdoms or territories, the majority of which are ruled by wizards, whose ruins typically feature recognized geographical features of the United States, starting in New York City and working day to Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas, Mount Rushmore, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. This is part of Thundar the Barbarian. Okay, because that was the thing I did not get. I wanted to know why this show is coming down so hard on wizards. It's like... <laughs> Every wizard is a, evil. is a dick, except unless you're <laughs> pretty, unless you have a huge rack, then you're evil. Unless you have a huge rack, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all you comes just, back. It you all, all just it all comes down. To it all goes back. <laughs> I wanted to. I, I also wanted to say. I think the apocalypse destroyed civilization and also destroyed all sleeves and pants. <laughs> actually, uh, one of the main wizards was a shark woman who actually wore a complete jumpsuit with a shark fin oh, on her head. No, Remember she's that? Evil. She's, yeah. full she full. she's evil because she has shark she's teeth evil. and a fin on her head. Obviously, well, I mean, that'd be a giveaway. Absolutely, giveaway. You know, in the eighties, the less clothes you wear, the more you know honorable you are. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <very laughs> matter of fact. I mean, Zar does. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do that movie? I'm sure we will. The 80s was point. a weird alternate reality. <laughs> we should evolve. We're already in an al- weird alternate reality. Oh, you man. swatch yourself. You just had to this... go there, didn't you? How great would this movie be if like Sean Connery and his like weird red banana hammock was just like running around <laughs> gunning? Yes. He so, just uh, needs a fabulous sword and he's good to go. The fabulous sun sword. Yeah. So Dusty, uh, yes. what's you you explained a little bit about the show, but what's your your backing? Was this like your go to? What, what was this like? The the after coming home from school, Thundar was on. No, th- this was this was a Saturday morning show. Okay, so this was an actual Saturday morning show, and the thing that about this show was it was the only Saturday morning cartoon that my dad would get up for. <laughs> so basically, when Thundar came on and Man, he actually caught wind dads. of it, my dad would get up and watch it with us, and then he'd go back to bed. <laughs> But, but because it was very early in the Saturday morning lineup, right? It was like the second show we'd watch, and then there was three more, and then he'd get up, watch it, and go back to bed. And this was one of his favorite shows ever was Thunder the Barbarian. I actually bought the DVD set for him when it came out. Aww. That's cool. So, yeah, and it's, again, like before, it's a warm cockles of my heart that me and my dad got to actually bond over a cartoon. Um, and it let me know that it was okay for me to continue to like cartoons even as I got older, which I do today. Um, 
and my dad was like that. He would anything that he liked, he would watch, whether it was a cartoon, whether it was. I mean, he was a big Disney fan, uh, especially uh, Chip and Dale. Um, so it was really great to sit up and watch watch it with him. We'd talk about it, right? I was twelve years old, thirteen years old, and we would talk about you know what was going on in here because Thundar was actually one of the very first shows which had very good female characterization. Um, Princess Ariel was the brains of this operation, and it certainly wasn't Thunder. Certainly wasn't Thunder um, <laughs> or Ukla. But she was like, always the one trying represents. to rein them in and say, "No, don't go rushing in with the Sun Sword, you idiot!" Um, but she would always be she again. She would get herself into trouble that Thunder would have to get her out, and there was always this romantic tension where Ariel loved him, but he was just like, oh, I'm a barbarian. I don't want to do anything like that. But it it was just so much fun to watch her flail around with this idiot character who was, she was romantically, she wanted him to like, Come at least give her a hug, and he wouldn't even do that. Just going like, let me see the thunder. Yeah, pretty much. Let me see the thunder, baby. Question right off the bat: What is she the princess of? Um, actually, she was the daughter of the main wizard that Thunder actually escaped from. Thunder and Thunder and Ufla were actually prisoners of her father, and she actually broke them out, and now they're traveling, ruined Earth. Protecting humans. Some of my best friends are wizards. I really like. I think the characterizations <laughs> in this show yeah. really. They're, they're, if you look at the number of characters, there's actually a couple of websites out there. One says you know the number of characters: heroes three, uh, Kayak neutral seven, wizards twenty three. Wow. There are twenty three wizards in this show in a twenty one episode episode run. So <laughs> some got more than one Jesus, wizard. That's a lot of fucking wizards. That's a lot of freaking wizards, baby. <laughs> and they were all wizards. evil, evil wizards. Well, then none of them had pants, like. One I would, of them I would, had a I would be evil too if I was forced so, to wear like. <laughs> so, so what this comes down to then is that if wizards, you're wearing a wizard, ca- no, no, wizards with robes, good. Yeah. Wizards without robes, <laughs> okay. I will say there was an episode. There was an episode where a wizard, right after the cataclysm, actually lost his body but put his brain in a robot, and he's been alive for two thousand years. But did that robot have pants? <laughs> this is the most actually, important no, question. No, the robot actually had a robe and it had two arms. Um, the so bro- basically, it didn't. It looked like he was just a floating ghost. Okay, so he was the outlier. Oh. Okay, so yes. the, ro- the episode we watched was it Brotherhood of Darkness with the werewolves. Yep. Okay. That's a, I that love one, that episode. By well, way. that's an episode with a wizard who has no pants but a cape, which yes. is a, a very... I find that combination very upsetting. And on top of that, <laughs> on top of that Thundar hates wizards. Wizards are the thing he hates the most in life, but in that episode, he has to protect a wizard. And he's like... But oh, so canonically, I have to protect this wizard. This is weird. Yeah. Oh my god! That was the first episode I watched of the ones that you slated for this ep- podcast. And when yeah. when that wizard comes like flying in on his like cyber skateboard, I was yeah. like, okay, I, I'm I, I'm in for whatever this show. I'm firmly in the eighties. Oh, yeah. and on top of that, okay, that episode actually happens in London, England, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the name of the main werewolf? I forget now. <laughs> Zevon. Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon in London. Werewolves in London. Yeah. Uh, Werewolves in London. Come on, guys. Uh, so, that's so how deep this show goes, baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm too young for this shit. You are. It's, it's <laughs> so, the, the, the awesomeness of this show goes yeah. right over your head. Yeah, it's yeah. so awesome. That's probably why I got canceled. <laughs> no, 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 no. It did not get canceled for ratings. It got canceled for violence. I know. What, but I'm saying it's one of those things where it's obviously like 
deep and that the people put a lot of care and effort into. Yeah. Which anything that has a lot of care and effort and is very deep and people care about is obviously going to get canceled for one yes. bullshit reason or yeah. another. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If, if you look at water. if you look at some of the animation. There, in, again, <laughs> in that so era, tired. it'll be okay. Yeah, it'll it'll be, be, okay. Okay. It'll be okay. In in that era of Hanna Barbera, Ruby Spears, you had a lot of recycled animation. But if you look at their recycled animation uh, roles, they actually went out and did rotoscoping of actual people jumping on horses and people getting you know jumping off a horse and tackling somebody, and they were reused. But the thing is, they actually went out and did that, yeah. which nobody did in those days to make it look as real as possible. Well, let's see. Um, we yeah, should there, probably... Uh, there, is a, a there is a documentary on, on YouTube called yes. Lords of Light. Which Lords is, of Light. Go watch it. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it, it felt a bit self-serving, but it was an interesting look into the, the background of the show. Mm. Yep. The, the, the escape from Hanna-Barbera. Yes. Yep. And the, uh, the making of the show. Right. Uh, we should also mention the, uh, the episodes that we watch, which yes. is we mentioned Brotherhood of Night was one of them. Yes, which yep. is werewolves. Uh, uh, let's see. I know Prophecy of Peril, which is actually the last episode. The very last the episode, one. Yep. Um, well, Am I missing one? Yes. Den of the Sleeping Demon. Den of the Sleeping yes. Demon. Yes. <laughs> which, which was actually... Den of the Sleeping Demon uh, was sort of a... We've got these two younger characters, which were sort of reversed 50-50 with Ariel and... Uh, and uh, Thundar. Thundar. Yes. And they were going to make a pilot of those two younger characters going off doing their thing. So it was basically a, a pilot uh, a pilot lift that didn't happen. It was a, a failed like, it was stealth a, it pilot. It was a failed stealth pilot. Um, but it was so funny with those two characters. I, I thought you guys would get a, a, a real laugh out of it. it. It very much felt like the Wonder Twins. Of oh, yeah, it was like a lot like the Wonder Twins. Teenagers, and, which makes and the me crazy wonder thing if that's what you think of us. About that is Alex Toth worked on Super Friends. There you go. Yeah. And that's where yeah, probably where it came from because Super Friends was going on at the same time. Oh. Was he like did he like open his like he's just sitting down, he's like, Okay, I'm gonna work on Super Friends and just like open his drawer and there's a little thunder on there. Like just take yeah, a I, and like, a lot of that happened. A lot of that happened with them working on so many different shows. It's just thinking, right. sitting there, going like, "Okay, I'm not going to make the mistakes of the past. I won't include a monkey this time. Yes, I won't include. <laughs> yeah, just a big old flying bird which goes ah! oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah, I uh, the the gripping dialogue between Ukla and yes, the gripping dialogue between Ukla and, <laughs> and the flying <laughs> bird. <That was> <laughs> I would say this is very bold for a show to have 33% of its cast never say an actual Never word. say a word. So, um, but this was really popular at the time to have a, a non-speaking uh, sidekick. Yeah. Well, it's Scooby-Doo. always like there's, like, there's like, you know, middle, like, middle, like, you know, heroic male lead, female magic sidekick, yeah. large support dude. Large support dude. Yeah. Large support dude who doesn't speak English. Doesn't speak but English. But it's still perfectly doesn't... understood... By the cast, but never by the audience. Well, I like, I was saying, like, Pirates of Dark Water has it from it, but, like, the, the support dude speaks, and he's just kind of like, he's like an, a more arrogant version of Worf. <laughs> but, yeah. The, Hello, the thing I about, am the douchebag. So, but I have a question. The thing about I've been that trying to ask it for, episode? like, ten minutes now. Okay, go for it. Okay, so, so uh, as we've, we've, we've already clearly stated uh, that wizards are evil, and that Thundar doesn't like wizards. Yes. Um, what is the difference in canon between wizards and sorcerers, because Ariel is a sorceress. Okay, well, <laughs> they're all like evil. I realize this is a fight. They're that all I'm evil picking. except for her, because you you come upon wizards and sorceresses. Sorceresses uh, basically are females. Wizards are males. That's basically how it works in canon. And you have the the shark sorceress who's evil. 
you have all the wizards are evil. She's the only one that's actually really good. It's the only one that really you really came across in the whole series, all 21 episodes, that was actually a good sorceress. So hmm. all the rest of them are evil. It, it, basically, it was shorthand for the wizard's evil. Because when super science and sorcery came up along, the wizards actually took the super science and started using it to, you know, beat down on humans. So basically, the, the, the big plot is Thunder comes along and, and she helps Thunder protect the humans. And that's your short plot for almost everything that happens in this series. Um, the neat thing about Den of the Sleeping Demon, um, if you watched it till the end, is that there's this morality play in the very last final scenes where Ariel, who's read all the books about ancient Earth, tells them this was an experiment that humans did about gene splicing and coming up with everything because the demon is, is a gene-spliced griffin that humans did before the cataclysm happened. And that's the sleeping demon because it was a, uh, an experiment that never came to fruition and never woke up. Mm. So when the wizard wakes it up, it's not a demon he can control with his wizardry. It's basically a genetically modified griffin that kills his ass. And I do like the fact that the, the, the magical tome that he flings about in an episode is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I, I saw yes. that and I was yeah. like, yeah. wait, really? okay. that's okay. not what that book's fine, okay. Again, another Zardoz connection. Like mm-hmm. the it, it post-apocalypse, they find a, a book, a recognizable book from the past. In this case, it's Frankenstein yes. instead of the Wizard yeah. of Oz. But I do like the, the, the demon, yeah, you're saying the, the Jean's Place demon comes out and it's like a muscly owl. Yes, or a griffin. <laughs> a griffin. I guess it's, I'm like, it's oh, the cuddliest there's, owl there's, there. there's all of these little, you know, these little... Uh, Easter eggs in this series if you're looking in the background because there's one episode where they're going to take care of this wizard who happens to be in Beverly Hills who's at the Magic Castle in Beverly Hills. Right? This guy's not a wizard. He's basically read all the books in the Magic Castle. He can do illusions. But because he can do illusions, all these humans have never seen real magic think he's a wizard. That appears to be episode master of the Stolen Sun Sword. Absolutely. So that is an awesome episode because it's so freaking funny with this wizard trying to like hold his, you know, I'm a wizard when he really isn't. And it's really funny to, to watch it go through. I, it, it is funny that like I, I, I thought what was also funny was watching that documentary and them talking about how much of an influence Star Wars was on this. When it's like, oh, we saw Star Wars. We wanted, it was this inspiration. And it's like, well, you also just like he has a lightsaber. The sun sword, he, he, a sun sword is and a Wookiee companion. The sun sword is a lightsaber, and he's a Wookiee companion. Yes, yes. Yeah. but he's, it's actually set in a fantasy. They wanted to do a fantasy, right. but they wanted to get some science fiction in it, like Star Wars. So let's <laughs> mold it together. By they were talking about how are we going to make Earth this way, and they said, "Well, there's always nuclear war, but you don't want to actually." They said they didn't want to scare kids with the nuclear war thing, right? Yeah, we're Which still, was an actual. We're still yeah, deep in the cold. Still, we're yeah, still, right. still deep in the still cold war in the late seventies, early eighties. So they said, okay, let's just have a natural cataclysm. And they came up with the planet and the breaking of everything. Uh, yeah, a comet yeah. kind of like zoomed by. Yeah. Like, that was like, a comet. It was little, a planet. Little, like, JK, oh, bye guys. Hello, it's, Kale, it's a planet guys. that's smaller than the moon. Yes. It, it sucks all of our white clouds away, and the moon inexplicably breaks in half. <laughs> that's no, no, racist. no, guys, it was actually a giant ice bug. Don't you dare! Don't hurt me like that. Yes. I also, I also want to ask. I, I want to ask: Is is Ukla the same race? Whatever Brack is? <laughs> no, he's Leonoid. He is an actual lion character. Okay, he, his his he's humanoid lion. I, I also like. I was saying, if we're going with the Star Wars comparison, I like that. Like they're Wookie. Like, well, 
He can't just be like naked like Chewbacca is. Yeah. So he's got to have professional wrestler like shorts. Yes, shorts yeah, professional wrestler so shorts on. He looks with a like line. He, he looks like the body of Hulk Hogan with his weird cat mask, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that would be a great professional wrestler. Actually, <laughs> I might get back into watching wrestling. If hey, yeah. Coming to the ring now, Ukla. What was it? What was his intro music be? Oh, geez, that would be funny. Uh, cat Scratch Fever. There you go. Oh, boy. There's a lot of callbacks to, you know, the Cataclysm. There was actually one episode, uh, Harvest of Doom. No, it was uh, uh, the Mind Menace. I mean, not the Mind Menace. Where they actually went to Cape Canaveral in they Florida did. and found frozen uh, scientists from before the Cataclysm. Which Mindok is trying to find to make the body for his mind because he was the one with the, the, the he wanted an actual robot body. So they actually go in there That's and they Ariel's find dad, them. right? Yeah. Okay. They, they find them and I'm going, oh, they've been asleep for a thousand years. What does Thundar do? Smashes everything with some sword <laughs> to wake them up. It's like, Ariel's going, no. And it's like, if you woke them up that fast, they might have died, but they didn't. But there you go. It's well, like, yeah. I'm going to wake somebody up. Slash. And if that is he Princess. Was, he was a lot like that. If, well, but I mean, at least that was like slightly more um, higher level than than Ukla, yes. who is like, I'm just gonna run at it. Yes. I'll tackle him. He sounds like ta- he sounds like Taz, kind of. Yeah, he sounds a lot like Taz, the Tasmanian <laughs> Devil. Um, the neat, the weird thing about Ukla is that he was super strong. He could pick up like trucks and throw them at people, but for some reason he would be stuck under nets. Yeah, it was it was inconsistent. Like, he was one very of, inconsistent. One of the green strength. robots can just kind of grab him, but yeah. in another the same episode, like a minute prior. He just walks up to this stone slab and just like bang Breaks and just it. like cracks it in yeah. half. So yeah. mm-hmm. it no, comes and I, goes. And I think yeah. the last episode, there's one of them where in the where they have like the the Oldsmobile chariot. Yeah, um, which is cool. I love that. By the way, that's not like digging. I on saw that. that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, honestly, I think um, his radial tires still. I have no questions. This aged way better than the one from last episode. Um, Ouch! That's up. Martin, we are still just nonstop. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Twister and like this is way better than Razik's Roughnecks. <laughs> you know what? You all can just go. Deliberately mispronouncing. You all can just go fuck yourselves. Um, but like, so he's he's held prisoner by this green robot, and then like two minutes later, like he just crushes one of his bare arms like in a yeah. bear hug. He's just... yeah. So like, it's it's very like I think that heralds like Buffy's plot related strength. Yeah. Mm. It's it, it's it's when needed. Yeah, yeah. The, the weird thing about this is is the, the super science and everything, and finding all the old junk and turning it into something else. Um, like in Treasure of the Mox, you've got pirates. So now you've had werewolves. Now you got pirates, and you've got this pirate hitting girl, all the woman, bases, hitting all the bases. And the pirate woman actually makes a floating destroyer. That's actually an aircraft carrier. If you look at it from the top as it's floating down the river, it's an aircraft carrier. That's a huge freaking log raft, man. <laughs> it's like, how did you get this thing to float much yeah, less I, anything else? I, yeah. She's it, a witch, and witches float. Oh. Oh. <laughs> she's a pirate. She's a pirate, and pirates don't float. But yeah, so that was like, you see all these really legs, great... It's fine. The, the people that were doing all the, the vehicles and, the, and everything just had a wonderful time. It's like, what can we do with what's <laughs> laying around this ruined country? Okay, then I want to ask about what about the, the the final episode we watched with the three yeah. the three women. Prophecy uh, Carol. I want to ask about the bad guy's man boat because that was that like. <laughs> I was watching with a friend of mine. and We were both like, "What? What is? What is happening?" Like, can what? you? Can you for our listeners who haven't yet watched the episode? I, it's like, can you describe the, the man? The, boat? 
<laughs> it's a lot less erotic than it sounds. I'm sorry. What it's is erotic? Like, what, yeah, what is erotic? <laughs> the bad guy. The, the bad guy. I guess he's a wizard. Yeah. Yes. The evil, the evil wizard Vashtar. Vashtar. But like they say his name wrong at some point. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I thought he was Vashtar. Um, he has like a, a flying green hovercraft. Which he does. Just has a giant copy of his head on the front of it. Yes, it does. It, it, <laughs> it, the, thing, the thing is, if you look, if you Vanity, look at that, that giant head, yes. the first thing that came to mind was actually uh, from Marvel comics. You've got the um, the. You're on your own on this one, buddy. Um, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's, it's the, the, the well, not the Watcher. The Watcher's the one with the big head, but the the, the, the Sentinels looks like a Sentinel head. The one, right? that, the one that I thought, it and was. of course, those guys were working at Marvel Comics at the time. Oh God. The, the one that made me think of was what was that movie recently where there's like Eddie Murphy and there's like tiny Eddie Murphy and the like he gets shrunken down or they go inside that. him and uh, as a promotion for that movie they had a gigantic like story tall copy of Eddie Murphy's head like a giant like yeah. thing and there's pictures of it being carted around to like oh, promotions geez, yeah. so it's just like a trailer on the road with this giant Eddie Murphy head is just like, like a, staring back at you was this Pluto Nash like yeah is this like a remake of Honey I Shrunk the Kids or something no it's something uh, uh, here, just, I'm trying I'm trying what are you doing I can't Josh, is, Josh is breaking everything I know breaking. Gosh, it's, this is what I thought of Oh, oh yeah, the I mean, it was, it was oh, Pluto Nash, right? Oh, no, I don't think it was Pluto Nash. It was something like Eddie Murphy. There was like Eddie Murphy, and then there was a tiny version of him, and he was like on his shoulder. Was that just ready, regular Eddie Murphy? I don't know. It's he's teeny tiny. I know um, that ego. But that's what I thought of. Was like, oh, is this is like the giant Eddie Murphy head, but the wizard just like, I will put my head on the man boat, and it will be full of green robots. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The thing about that particular episode. Um, it's the, it's the last episode that they made, episode right. 21, which before they got canceled. I'm sure they had something else in the works before they got canceled, but it never <laughs> the bigger got shown. Man boat. Um, the <laughs> bigger manlier this, boat. The thing about this episode, and I'll, I'll read the, uh, the Thundar, Princess Ariel, and Ukla battle the evil wizard Bashtar when he steals the crystal of prophecy that can be give the details of his downfall. When it shatters in his efforts to retrieve it, the prophecy is foretold as they learn three women will unite to defeat him. One is Maya... An element shifting shifter buried in the ruins of an old city of Endor. Another <laughs> pre Return of the another, Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah, way pre. Okay. Another is Cinda, a hermetic barbarian living in the Canyon of Death, whose staff grants her great strength. The last is <laughs> Valerie Storm, once. a fashion model from Old Earth, who is abducted and taken prisoner by Bashtar himself. Yeah, but what was the prophecy? Like, she, the prophecy was that he was going to be. Taken down by three women. Well, in her case, what was what did it say originally? It said that it, the prophecy said that one of the women would be brought on his own, by his own hand. So he should have never gone back and got yeah, her. That, yeah, yeah. Like that seems idiot. like an oversight went, on Vashtar. Oversight on Vashtar's part. He went and got her himself. Well, is and it then, clear? I mean, yeah. like, I know that I'm getting into the weeds here, but is it clear that he heard the prophecy before the crystal yes, broke? he did hear the prophecy. Okay. When the crystal broke, he was so, there, heard the prophecy, and he went back and well, got her anyway. So, yeah. I, okay. Right. Well, I'm being the, the thing, something the thing about this. <laughs> this episode came out October 31st of 1981. This was a very female characterization-centric episode in 1980. 81. This is very forward thinking for the time it was made. It was, yeah. you know, this is way before My Little Pony, way before anything that had what? very good female when, when characterization was... type of episodes and, and shows. Oh, we're getting into it. When was when was G1 out? When did that come out? G1 was out right around that time. Okay. You know, I, we, I'm, uh, I'm going to have Let's Josh see. look up exactly I, I, when I just G1 wanted, came out. Because Valerie Storm, she seemed to take it very well. She did. She was just like, what am I doing here in the, okay. in the far future? And then she came back. They actually got, as soon as the, the, the gem exploded 
she and the two women from the future go back to the past and they're standing on the same fashion runway that she got taken from. It's like, and she says, welcome to the 21st century. And it's Na- like, 1986. Okay. Oh, so wow. it was way before that. Damn. So five years before. Well, I also like that she was like mugging the camera and like, good thing I had my nail file. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's trying to escape from the prison that, that, yeah. that, that he put her in. I'm sorry. Had her nail file and actually escaped. Let, let me clarify. 1984 was original release. I don't know why the 1986 well, comes still out. three yeah. years prior to that. Yep. Plus yeah. you've got Endor, which is a Star Wars thing before Star Wars. Yeah, George Lucas Empire. just said Oh, there. yeah, George Lucas was on this. He was yeah, like, he was, yeah. Yeah. I like that bad. name. Let's put that in my movie. <laughs> I like yeah, pretty much. That's and where I'll put the teddy I'll, bears. Oh, uh, fill it full of teddy bears and... Uh, yep. Because teddy, bar, teddy bears and, and space fan, fantasy barbarians go together. I wonder if I could put look a look Jamaican look. in this movie. No, wait, I'll wait on that one. <laughs> can I make? I wonder if I. Uh, I really want to make like a super racist movie about black people. No, I'll have to wait on that one. <laughs> oh, the God. time isn't right. <laughs> For my masterpiece. Uh, and, and of course, I, I want to offend both. I want to offend both black people and people with the knowledge of of history. And, and of course, every episode, every series of that era has to offend somebody. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So they, they so they did the um, Battle of the Barbarians, which was the evil evil wizard Kublai Kai or Kublai, excuse me, seeks the golden scepter of the Yang Zi, <laughs> the one item that can strip him of his magic, and terrorizes the villagers of San Francisco's Chinatown oh, in the no. process. Oh, okay, right. But when you have Thunder to look thwarts at that. his initial attempts, the wizard recruits another barbarian to go after him. But <laughs> again, every every bad Chinese trope is in this episode. Uh, right, you have and, to look at that and be like, "Yeah, that's that's gonna be yeah crap." It's gonna yeah. be it, the thing is, it's it's well written, but you, again, you have all these Chinese tropes in, is in it? things going on, and we might want to like. I mean, I haven't seen the episode. Yes, but like, it sounds like stereotype is what you mean instead of yes. trope. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, stereotypes. But yes, um, but it does it does have all the stereotypes in it. But for that era, everybody was doing that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, but if it's everybody's gotten, awful, everybody's now. awful. You're not given like a, a blank check for it, I, right? Yeah, that is true. Um, again, <laughs> when I first saw it as a kid, I thought nothing of it because well, of I'm 12, not. 13 years yeah. old. It's 1980. Now, when I went back and rewatched it. When I was prepping prepping for the show, I'm going, wow, that was stereotype. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. But it's still the storyline was good. But again, without all the huge stereotyping, it probably wouldn't have worked. I would almost say in its own way, it's weird progress. Because if you think of shows before that, like they just would not include anybody that well, was I mean, not a white person. That's yeah. like, not true. I mean, a lot of shows included incredibly racist characters. Well, but yeah. but what I'm meaning is that it's... But, like, it's, it's not... I mean, like, I haven't seen the episode, so I can't, well, right, right. I can't comment on that. But what, I, what, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say, and this does not in any Before way... I put con- my social justice yeah, barbarian boots on. This does not in any way condone what it was. But it is, it is the progress of... They're floppy, but pink. It's, it's the progress of, hey, this is all this, you know... Hi, this is only white kids will watch TV because they're the only ones that can afford TV. So we should just make shows that are for white people. And then adding in these other these other groups are going like, oh, but to make sure that they know what they are, let's throw in these, you know, over exaggerated flavors. And And then they get to actually later on, like actually displaying them right. I'm not saying that that step is the right thing. But it is at least a step forward in actually including them in the overall picture. I I, I think what Josh is trying to hit at is that it's a historical 
progression of the representation of minority groups within animation. I right. think that's what he's right. But to my experience out. with these sort of shows is not, hey, let's let's do a thing for the the Chinese American community. It's, oh, hey, here's uh, a cool thing. Let's do this. like these people are funny. Let's laugh at them. I don't even think it's about that they're funny. No, I, I think, think it's, I think it's, the, it, comes the thing from, about, it comes from a place of yeah. this is what our perceptions of them are based off of our of what we know. <laughs> and their perceptions are wrong. Right. Yeah. Their yeah. perceptions are stereotypes, but it's better than... We, uh, uh, it's hard I mean, to say it's better like, than as, nothing at as, all. As, but. Like, as white people, I don't know if it's my place to say that like shitty representation is better than no representation. Here, here's the thing about that episode, okay? They did have some Asian comedy in there, but most of it was against Ookla. So basically it's him trying to use chopsticks as a mock and right, things like, like that, but it wasn't actually laughing at the chi- the no, but Chinese it's laughing Japanese. at, like, it was... look how different these people are. Right? And there like, Ookla can figure out how to put on fucking pants, but he can't figure out chopsticks? Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's exoticism of, uh, like, I mean, like, yeah. I haven't seen it, but just from what you've described, like, that doesn't sound like here is a compassionate or, like, understanding betrayal of these people, it's, or as they might exist in this future we, era. It's like, let me laugh at how different they are. We, Even our uh, alien, nonverbal lion guy can't figure them out. They're so strange. Yeah, it's the, it's the otherness trope, basically. Yeah. yeah. We, we've also previously on this podcast, we've done um, we've done the adventures of Tintin, which that has a checkered history as far as oh. portrayal. Oh. But as in like the comics and but that I, I think we talked about that in the episode, but they there is a there is a like written and recorded progression of the author in which he changed his he changed his views. He changed the way he portrayed people in other countries uh, over the course of it. Yeah, and yeah. so it's yeah, it's it's a product of its time. I, it's not yeah. it's it's not good. If, but if you want a really bad stereotype in this <laughs> series, the first from last ep- episode was Trial by Terror, where the bad guys were pigs who were Southern sheriffs. Oh my! Okay, goodness. and they were Southern. They had a white guy who was a Southern sheriff who was a leader, and the rest of them were actual pig mutants that wore sheriff costumes. That was about as stereotypical as you can get. And it was in Atlanta, Georgia. And now I am offended. Say <laughs> <laughs> like I grew up in the South. That sounds about right. Yeah. Where's, uh, okay, where where on on this episode? Where on the scale of below or above Johnny Quest is it? Um, on th- on Trial by Terror. <laughs> yeah. No, the one you were talking about before. Oh, um, no, Johnny Quest was way worse, <laughs> way worse. Yeah. So right. yeah, John, Johnny Quest is as no. good as no, that show no, was. Boy. Can we t- can we take a, let's, I, let's do Johnny Quest? But I only want the Venture Brothers reimagining. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, let's do Venture Brothers. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so I'm going to bring my Indian servant around all the time. <laughs> I'm a white boy. <laughs> we keep it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm not going to look back at this in 40 years and go like, God, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we just assume that we would that we, America would just go on being awesome forever, and we wouldn't have to think about it too hard. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. What? Uh, there, there you go. There's the Martin horn. Um, is there anything else that we want to say in regards to Thundar the Barbarian? It's Bring it on. It's pre... No, I want to say... Oh, you first. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I, just real quick. I, I, I was like I was saying, I was shocked that this was pre-He-Man. Because I'm like, oh, wait, He-Man ripped off of this. And I don't know why... What is it about He-Man that endured where this didn't? Did this just like you were saying? Did it just lack that like the initial reaction against violence in cartoons? I think it did. I think this didn't get the following that uh, the other did. 
because one, it was canceled after twenty one episodes, so therefore right. they, they didn't have, have a toy line did, released with it. I seem to remember they did, the Wikipedia. They did have some toys, not a ton, but they did have some toys. But they didn't have twenty six episodes, so therefore it could not be syndicated. Wow! Oh. So it did not go into syndication because they got canceled before its twenty six episodes. So He Man's been syndicated forever. You still watch He Man on Cartoon Network <laughs> on all these other ones. You I do. don't see you actually when uh, Boomerang came around. Thunder was on Boomerang for a while. But again, it didn't have 26 episodes, so therefore it ran out of rotation. Gotcha. Oh, that's bizarre. I didn't even think about that. Like, there's like that the five episode gap that just continues to hobble it. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and no, and with a lot of other shows, like there's a 50, like the five seasons is is a special mark in syndication as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so shows canceled in their fourth season are always like, we were so close. <laughs> but no, I was actually sort of surprised. I was like, this one is going to be the one that I'm going to make fun of the most. It wasn't. It was Red Sex Roughnecks. <laughs> Again, yeah. just hammering uh, Martin for his yeah. poor choices. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought this actually held up fairly well. Like, the rotoscoping is fairly obvious in some cases, and the use of repetitive footage is... is but, like, that was the limitations of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. This wasn't a huge studio. This was an offshoot. Right. This is some people who were passionate and left Hanna-Barbera and did something they really cared about. Um, and, like, it's very silly and it's very cheesy, but yep. that's that's These that's are also fine. people did Brave Star. Yes. Yes, they are. Um... Uh, but like this, yeah, no, I thought this was the thing that like held up in my esteem the most. Like, it's not something that I would sit down and be like, you guys, like, let's all sit down and watch us some thunder. But like, you know, if it's... get away from me. <laughs> um, hey, you but, like, check I did out enjoy thunder? watching it. Like, it was fun. Um, it wasn't as like hurtful as I expected it to be in a lot of ways. <laughs> it didn't hurt me as much as I, know, I thought. Well, I mean, it didn't hurt me at all. High praise. You know, I, well, I mean, I'll say this much for it: this show moves at a at a like manic pace. Oh yeah, it's a blistering oh, pace. He's, he's oh, fighting yeah. a wizard, and now he's on a horse, and then his like animation still slid around somebody. a bit. There's, there's actually a funny bit in one of the episodes where they're actually getting down. They put up their tents. They're about to have a, they have nothing to do. They're about to get a great night's sleep, and what happens? They wizard. get attacked. Yeah. So they get attacked. They can't sleep. It's almost like a running joke. Does he then yell, "Demon dogs"? He does. Oh, actually, oh, that's the other thing. They demon do lean dogs. really hard on his catchphrases. Yes. Which are demon dogs and what was that? Lords of Light. Yes. Well, we've Lords always we've light. always been saying those. We just now know where they're from. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Demon dogs is a vocabulary that I've used a lot. <laughs> So two words I have used in frequent conjunction with each other. Oh my god. Uh Sabrina, your feelings on uh, on Thundar. Um I kind of liked it cuz like I definitely got that nostalgia feel because they came from Hanna-Barbera. So I kind of felt like it had the same feel to it and I grew up loving Scooby-Doo. Even <laughs> yeah. though a lot of people hate on Scooby-Doo, I still love it. I um, I, I remember watching it and liking it. So I'm with you on that one. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I liked that aspect. I thought the art style was actually really cool. I liked a lot of the background art. I thought that was really good. Um, some of the ideas, like the the horse carriages, I thought were hilarious. Yes. Uh, that was really fun. Um, so, yeah, I think it took a lot of like cool cool ideas and put them together. Um, especially with the kind of budgets that they had to deal with, like in their in their animation limitations. So I thought it was fun to watch. Awesome. And Martin? Nah, not my cup of tea. Oh. <laughs> above? Again, okay. No, not we, enough space bugs. Keep going. Not, above not enough spaceships and space bugs. Not enough, like, three or animation hands. I mean, okay, yeah, there were some cool ideas, and yeah, there was, like, a funny moment here or there, but it's just, like, I don't know, the mix of magic and future post-apocalyptic world and all that. It's just, like, it's just not, it's not a genre that I 
personally enjoy. It's and, okay. And okay, that's so, okay. So rate this a, bu- a better or worse than Ernest Rides Again. What a terrible it's question! Like, it's to like ask asking someone. me whether I want to take a spiked shot of tequila or a spiked shot of vodka. Yeah, well, what is and, it? and that's fine. It, it, Thundar <laughs> is not everybody's cup of tea. Just no. like Conan the Barbarian is not everybody's cup of tea. It's my cup of tea. It's right in my wheelhouse. I love it. Then again, Starship Troopers is not where yeah. it is yours, this, and yeah. that's completely fine. Yeah, yeah this it, this it, show is rotten with Frazetta. Oh, it's, it's rotten, and I yeah. I love Frazetta. Oh my god, I've got three books on Frazetta. It's yeah. like it, it's got all of that all that pantsless oiliness that any Frazetta. Oh yeah, <laughs> perfect. It's awesome. Yeah. I I think I will say that I'm usually one that does not enjoy Hanna Barbera. Uh, the the style of any of their stuff tend I just the style doesn't do anything for me. Yep. This surprisingly did. I enjoyed the art style, which is usually my biggest hang up on the Hanna Barbera style. Is it's just like everything just feels like we made these nice backdrops and then we put some crummy cells on top of it. Let's go! Yeah. Like it looked way better um, than even at times than I thought than Dark Water. Uh, just because, just because there the difference. I mean the. Dark Water definitely had like way crazier backgrounds, but the cells always were just kind of like, uh, they're kind of meshed in well, but kind of not. You, I say, like I said in that episode, you also watched like a crummy rip online. Probably, like, I have the DVD set, so it is all nice and crisp. All right, all right, I'll I'll, I'll leave it to that. But uh, as saying, like as somebody that kind of looks at most Hanna Barbera stuff and goes like, uh, I don't know, like uh, Thundar, I was thought like art wise. Good, good. It's totally something that I was like, oh, I can watch this. It's not going to completely drive me nuts. I, this I, isn't my favorite rotoscope thing. That's wizard. <laughs> but um, <laughs> wow, right? That's a, I have not thought about that in a long time. Well, at least it's right? higher, higher praise than Ray's Xbox Max, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, but I mean, like these characters felt like they had weight, and often in like rotoscoping instances, like the characters don't feel like they're in the environment that they're in, and this one did. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it looks cheap, but as Sabrina said, like, they were working with these really tight budget constraints. Um, I really thought, like, going into this, that I was going to be, like, laughable, but it, it holds up surprisingly yeah. well. Yeah. And I, I could definitely see this, because I think uh, He-Man was rebooted as, like, a graphic novel, mm-hmm. or it was, like, a comic yeah. series mm-hmm. recently. I could 100% see this getting the same treatment. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I really would wish they would bring Thundar back, because I think it's it's a better series than <laughs> the, anybody gave it credit the for. The world is ready for Thundar. The again. world is ready for Thundar Have to you come seen back. The, the Grimdark reboot, or, like, the, the Grimdark uh, one-off of the Flintstones? Yes. What? <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the comic Dusty, book. do you want to do you want to tell them about it? I mean, um, I think we're talking about the same thing. So, well, we are. A com- the Flintstones got rebooted as a comic book again, and they did it as a grim, dark, realistic version. Oh, and it's really hardcore. And I think it's almost it's coming to the end this month. I think. Um, I think so. I think it was only ten or series? twelve episodes. Is it the same or, series or as like the like? I mean, the same like set of reboots as the Snagglepuss? Yes. Yeah, same okay. thing. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I would I would kind of like to see one of those of this. Yeah. That would be awesome. And I hate grimdark shit. Like and that's I, just not my bag of tea. But this is I would. Well, I would I've, been, I've been waiting for freaking years for Conan the King to be made. Now that Arnold is not in politics, the only problem is Mako died. So you, how are you going to have his you know his teller of his tale without Mako? It's like. You waited too long. I'm so mad at you, Arnold. I could Holograms? go back and bitch slap your ass. Well, also, isn't Arnold a bit too old now? No, Conan the King is set in when Conan is actually 
at that area where he's become a king. He's been a king for years. And now he's actually um, coming to grips with his own mortality. That's what Conan the King is supposed to be. That's what those books were. Now is the time to do it. Get on it, Arnold. See now, like I'm, I'm curious now. Are you a are you a Conan fan via the movies? Or? I am. I am a Conan fan via Savage Sword of Conan, the comic book. Oh, okay. That started it. Then I read the books. Then I got into the Conan movie. Okay. And Conan the Destroyer didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I'm a Conan. I am a high fantasy fan. I watch. I've got like seventy issues of Savage Sword of Conan. Um, if I could actually afford an Ernie Chan page at a thousand dollars, I'd buy one. So okay, so you so you've seen you read the original like Robert E. Howard stuff a very long time okay. ago, but yes, and it was very much more hardcore than anything that's come out. I, I would also recommend if you haven't read uh, the Savage Tales of Solomon Kane, that's ah, also worth. Yeah, the, I've I've heard those are good, and I haven't yeah, they're. Read them yet. He, uh, those those are quite good in their just like sheer, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, any high fantasy stuff. In fact, I owned um, a Bally uh, pinball machine called the Paragon, which was high sword fantasy wide body pinball machine, which came out in 1980, um, <laughs> which I owned for 12 years, which I restored and then ended up selling for three times that I paid for it. But I owned wow. that for like 10 to 12 years. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's me. On that note. On that note. Thundar. 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 He's yeah. a barbarian. Yes. I'm told. And I think I think we overall say, like, as something that you brought to me going like, hey, we should do this. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is T-Man <laughs> shit. Sincerely, I was like, what? Is cra- okay, fine. We'll do Thundar the He's Barbarian. A, whatever. Dusty fellow's a bag of tricks. God. Like, All right. Fine. We'll I'm, watch your I'm old man. I'm a deep man. I am deep up here. Trust me. Watch this old man shit of yours. And <laughs> like, oh. Old man shit. I got, tons, it, I got tons of this old man shit. And it turns out all right. It turns out better than expected. So Thundar the Barbarian. I did not hate myself after watching it. Five thumbs up and one <laughs> thumbs down. There you I, go. Not I, letting up. I, I, I just, these daggers in my heart, they just keep going deeper. I, I'll, give it like a, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it like a supportive sideways thumb. Oh, a sideways thumb. Okay. Yeah, exactly. so all right. Four well, ups, one sideways, and a down. Well, just as long as you're not a hater on, th- on uh, our next episode, Twister. 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 I think the only people who hate this movie are tornadoes. (laughs) (laughs) Not not that game with dots on the ground. This is a movie, people. No, that would be the Hasbro. But I feel like the Hasbro movie They made Battleship a movie. They did. They remake Twister Twister into a movie. What what would the plot of a Twister game movie be? It might be like some kind of derivation of like a Jumanji, like Or it's like it's it's gritty and dark, and it's like the people are Twister and like the losers are killed. Right. I like the like what's right? the one where they would go into different rooms and the different Clue? rooms would kill them? Clue. Uh, no, not oh, Clue. The cube? the cube. The cube. It'd be like the cube. You had okay. to put your hand on a particular spot, but you didn't know if I put my it's hand the on this red, it's on my hand. <laughs> Oh my god! Actually, you mix up that movie with Attack on Titan. So you had the Titans actually playing Twister in the oh middle of the city, smashing humans, and then that's, when they smash, that's they terrible. Eat them. But I, I would might, watch that. I, I would might watually watch that. Watch I would that watch show the, the fuck the out of that. <laughs> like, my mouth orange. <laughs> oh god! So much meandering in yep. Attack on Titan. Um, Hold right. on, there's not enough time for your existential crisis on whether you are worth leading other men or not. I don't you didn't know. Plan for that. I don't know. I'll just use this rocking thing on my legs. All right. Um, 
that that'll take care of us for uh, Thunder of the Barbarian this week. Uh, next week, as said, we're going to do Twister and not the uh, not the game. No, Yet. the movie from the nineties where we chase tornadoes and the hand of God, the finger of God, the finger, yes, the finger of God, yeah. Yeah. finger of God, and eat lovely steaks with delicious gravy. Yeah, and, and then get his, gravy. and then we hop in our Dodge trucks and drink our Pepsi and, and chase the elusive F five tornado and see how many Wizard of Oz references we can toss into this baby. Yeah. So, oh boy, here we go. That'll be our fun. Uh, just so you know, you can go and find uh, all of us at Sat Friends Club on Twitter. We are also on Patreon at Sat Friends Club. Uh, you can also find all of our contact information over at satfriendsclub.com. That includes all of our individual Twitter accounts uh, coming in shortly. Uh, and you can, you know, follow us all there. Um, once again, we love every single one of you. Thank you yep. for spending Aww. your time with us. Kiss, I, kiss. I, I question this love that you speak of. I, I know you haven't felt it in a long while. <laughs> I know that you're there a There are consequences husband, for your actions. <laughs> I mean, we want to... We, we, I mean, I know you're in timeout right now. <laughs> the, 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 the there, transmitter's a little buggy. There might be a reason. We need to boost yeah. the signal. If you, again. if you ever feel like apologizing, you can. No. Josh, okay, hold on. I, in, I, in Martin's defense, all the pain we're alleging him, it will be, uh, it will be inflicted tenfold upon you for what you are planning and bringing up. And he is doing the face. Yeah. You don't know I the already, dark place. I already want to punch you. It's, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be. It's going to be deeply unsettling, uh, erotic. Uh, uh, I. I I question your use of the term erotic. Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's consult some of the fine folks in DeviantArt, and we'll, I, we'll get back to you. I'm just oh, saying no, that... Dear God, no. My, my upcoming Sonic episodes are going to be fun times. No. So, how much LSD are we taking before we start the episode? I'm, I'm going to do, I like, I don't want to the... see things that aren't there for the Sonic episode. We'll have to see things that are there. I'm going to do, like, like, in The Simpsons, I'm just replaced with, like, a, a stick figure and shirts and, like, a tape player, and it's like, working for the money, working for the money. <laughs> Wait, you're getting paid? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, you can go find us there. Uh, We will be back next week talking about tornadoes. Till then, sleep well, everyone. Bye-bye. Good night.